Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> Oh, you're not too bad yourself, baby. Uh, well, thank you. All right, first episode of the However Far Away podcast. We have been talking about doing this for a while and have finally got off of our asses to make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. You're way better looking than I am. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> you're I hot. have a ring light and you don't. So, you need to get a ring light, homie. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to help me. Let's be honest. All right. um, well, for those of you who are listening yeah. just on the podcast, you should check out the YouTube channel because uh, you get to see her. You can ignore me, but you get to see her. And that's, that's what's important. <laughs> You can just stick so, some tape. It's on. the truth. <laughs> just to put some tape over my face and make it a right. picture of your face. Right, right, right. That's the way to go. So, we were having this discussion off air, and I think that's funny to say, but we were having this discussion about what we wanted this podcast to be. Here, here's the deal: we are not podcasters. We don't know how to do this. We are jumping in with both feet because we feel like we have a little expertise and experience in a space that doesn't get a lot of press. It doesn't get a lot of visibility. So in order for us to ensure that we're doing this the right way, we can't pretend to be something that we're not. So we're not podcasters. That We're just two people who happen to be in a relationship. We happen to be as far away from each other as almost humanly possible in the North American continent. Well, the lower 48 anyway. So we're going to walk through who we are. We're going to walk through what we do, how we do it. We're going to deep dive into how we make our relationship work. We're going to talk about the pros, the cons, the good things, the bad things, how we how we manage our relationship, how we communicate, how we visit, how we fuck, mm-hmm. all of that. Well, not specifically how we fuck, but, but right. you know, sex is a big deal, and, and we talked about that the other day. Right. <laughs> that said, though... Um, it's important. I mean, all of these things are important for people who are in long-distance relationships. So what we what we want to do is we want to provide a little bit of insight. We want to provide a little bit of expertise about how to manage a situation like this. I think that helps us. Yeah. It can help other people and ultimately bring us closer because we're, we're in this situation where we don't get the opportunity to see each other every day. So how do we stay connected? This is one of those ways. Yeah, and we're pretty seasoned at it at this point. It's been almost... Uh, two and a half, three years, going on three years. Almost. So th- it's not like we, we've we're, been we're in two a, and a half years know, ish. Yeah, like we've we've been doing this for a while. So, um, we uh, we have. So we know. we've got some miles under our belt. That's <laughs> right. for sure. So, do you want to start? Do you want to give us kind of the rundown of um, where you're at, what you're doing, why you're there, how we got into this goddamn predicament, and uh, what we're going to oh, do? Oh, you about. want me to start? Okay. Um, let's see. My name you is start. Sarah. Um, I live in New England. Hi. (laughs) Um, I live in New England. I moved out here about eight years ago with my, um, now ex-husband and, uh, our, our daughter at the time. We now have, um, a four-year-old son as well. So I have two kids. Um, my daughter just turned 11 yesterday. Um, Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, so we moved out here um, from California, where you are, and um, uh, it's, what, two and a half, three years ago, you and I kind of reconnected after, gosh, I hadn't seen you in about seven or eight years, um, and we were kind of both in It had been almost a decade, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have known each other, though, for um, 20 years. Going on 20 years? Is that right? Am I doing the math right? 
0405. Let's yeah, see. so we met 17, 18 years. 0405. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I, at the time that you and I kind of reconnected, we were both kind of in spots with our relationships, our our spouses. Um, you had you were in the middle of a, a, a split, and I was kind of very much on my way there as well. Um, and so we um, we we saw each other, and it was. <laughs> It was almost immediate, you know, just kind of that. Did the thing. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, complicated. It's a good word for it. Yeah. Um, we'll dive into that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> those are those are future podcast episodes for sure. F- future um, episodes. So I'm, I, as it stands... I'm on the East Coast, you're on the West Coast, because we have kids, and we have a job to do, and we love our children, and we're not going to abandon them for a relationship. This is just how it is. We can do both. We can. That's that's really what it comes down to. That's why we are in the spot that we're in. And, and yes. I, I say spot. It, it, it's not meant to sound like we're trapped. We've, we've conscientiously made this decision mm-hmm. to yeah. be in a long-distance relationship for the sake of our families and the sake of our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. So, um, that doesn't make it any easier necessarily on the hard days. It's just that's the that's the underlying foundation of why we're doing this. Correct. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I didn't um, even cut you off. It no, was, it's okay. It's all right. Um, interject whenever, babe. Um, so yeah, that's that's our situation. Okay. Um, I I don't know if I just kind of um, stepped on your toes as far as your introduction, but you can go ahead and. Talk about no, yourself no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's totally valid. So okay. um, I'm Josh. I, I live in Riverside, California right now from San Diego. Uh, it's been an interesting journey for me. And part of that, a lot of that has, has much to do with uh, splitting up from my now ex-wife, uh, my daughter's mom, making sure that I'm in a place of, of growth and maturity enough to, to make some positive decisions in my own life. And then, of course, you know, connect with you in, in, on a level that I frankly never, ever thought would happen, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing, knowing each other for 10 plus years and then, out, you know, you guys moved away. And at, at the time that I, that I knew you, I mean, you were, you were very happily married. I was very happily married. I mean, we were in, mm-hmm. we were in our relationships. We had our kids. We were doing our things. Yeah. And. But we should note that. I mean, there's always moved. been. Sorry. Let me, let me, let me. No. Cut in here just, just for a second. Um, um, you and I have always had a connection, but it was always, you know. Right. We were buddies, you know, we loved our spouses, we loved our family, and, and that there was nothing that was going to, you know, um, we knew our, our, our places, you know, and it wasn't anything like Look, we, it, that's right. We, we knew we had something. We, we knew that in an alternate universe, you and I were badasses together as a couple. Mm-hmm. We understood that. It was only acknowledged once. And only because are we are we sure that okay yeah all right cool that's cool now that we know that though let's that that okay let's be safe about that let's put that right. in the it's deepest there. darkest closet and just go cool that's just not possible yep let's pocket we get it. that we get it call it a day it's, it's we're just, friends yep, yeah gonna go away that's it yeah. never ever once did we ever cross a line ever 
Did we no. ever cross a line relative to what either of us would consider infidelity, emotional, physical, or otherwise, with each other? Mm-hmm. We were happily married. We had our families. We had our thing. But I, I think anybody listening to this can can value the idea that you can have you can have a crush on somebody. You can have a connection with somebody. It's what you choose to do with that, whether it's right or wrong. And right. Right or wrong is relative. What's right for you may not be right for me. But that said, it's important for for, for us to put out there that that we did not, even though we had a connection, we didn't we didn't do anything with it. But the reason why that's important is because when we found out that we were both kind of in the same space relative to our relationships, it's like holy shit we have this ridiculous opportunity for you and I to connect in a way that we just simply never thought would ever happen. Mm -hmm. So coming out of my relationship and you coming out of yours, a lot of people might look at it and go, wow, you guys just kind of jumped right into that after your previous relationships. Yeah, we, we did because we knew what we had with each other was possibly going to be the greatest thing that we could have. It was an opportunity that we couldn't pass up. Yeah. Couldn't pass. We had to. We had. We had to jump yeah. at it. If we didn't, yeah. we'd kick ourselves, and that would just be that. I would f- much rather regret doing something than not. Right. <laughs> so, thankfully, I can I can put my head on my pillow with a clear conscience, though, understanding that the way that we did it was not. It, it, it wasn't hurt. Well, it was hurtful in, in some other ways, but we'll get to that. It, we we weren't we weren't unfaithful to our partners, and I think that's right. that's important to, to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because even with, with that said, though, here we are in a situation where because we've split from our partners and because it was so new and because we're trying to figure out what's going on, we had a very, a, a very long honeymoon period, you and I, relative to how our relationship was going to grow. We didn't have the chance to immediately hang out and talk about what we wanted to do. I mean, you're on the East Coast. I'm in, I'm in San Diego at the time. and. Right. We're trying to figure out what this what this looks like. What's this going to be? We understood that we had the connection. We just had no idea what this was going to become. Do we do we right. even want to go down this road? We've had those discussions. Do we do we really really want to do this? Because there is a lot of, of opportunity for failure. Oh, it's there's hard. a lot of opportunity it's to difficult. fall down and, and skin yeah. our knees. It's and it's it's extremely painful in a lot of ways to have to manage. But again, I think we've done a really, really, really good job doing it. And again, that doesn't mean that it's great every day. That just means that in, in general, we've come up with some pretty good ways to make sure that we stay connected regardless of the distance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, we've gotten to, well, yeah. And we've gotten to a point where, you know, maybe our, um, our situation and our experiences can help, other people that are in the same boat, you know, other relationships. That's really what it's that, about. Yeah. It's two things. It's it's ways for us to stay connected, which this is a really creative way to do that. You've been excited about this for a long time. You're the one that came yeah. up with this idea. <laughs> I, 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 it, this, this is something that you've really been looking forward to. And it's, it's not to say that I haven't. It's just that you've been really excited about this. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that we're able to see it come to fruition. That's really cool. Well, you know, I think, I think we communicate well. I think we work well together. I think, I think so. um, we're both kind of hams in front of a camera and a microphone. And I, th- <laughs> so I think it kind of works out a little bit. Just a know? little bit. Yeah. Awesome. 
So what then? What are your expectations then for this podcast as a whole? What, what do you? What, what's your vision for what you want this to become? I I that's a very good question. Um, I just want to I want to tell our story. I want to dive into the um um the positive aspects of being in a long distance relationship. I think a lot of people when they hear that you know you're in a long distance relationship all the negatives come to mind and yes right. it's difficult but there's also um there's some good things that are coming out of this um a lot of personal growth on my end and i'm sure on yours you know right it's um For i've sure. um i've had to learn to enjoy my own company which I don't think I ever had an opportunity to do. You know, I'm a single mom. I, you know, and I have a lot of, have a lot of time alone. And I never really got that before. And I, I was, right. you know, I'm finding myself becoming more, um, more comfortable being by myself, enjoying my, com- my company a lot more. So that's good. Um, and that, that can be a whole other, you know, a whole other episode entirely. Um, so right. just, um, you can, I guess what I want to see is, um, you know, let's focus on the po- positive. We're definitely going to talk about the negative aspects and how we, we, um, deal with that. And then, you know, maybe we're helping people along the way, you know, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to like, if, I, if I was somebody else, position. oh God, no. And, um, you know, if those people stumble upon our po- upon our podcast and, and gets you know some almost um, positive feedback and 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 you know they can say hey look they're doing it so can we I guess at the end so of is the this day, the point where we I say want. to like and subscribe is that, oh is that yeah what we're supposed um, to say at this point um, please yeah. like subscribe and um, um, hit the notification button I don't know do, do, do the thing to follow the thing and, and listen right. to us on a weekly basis. But whatever, dude. <laughs> but apparently dude. Just we're push, supposed to do that. Push the button, listen to the shit. Let's, let's, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah isn't yeah. there like a mattress ad that's supposed to be right here or like a, a sportswear something ad or something? Like something, that. something you know what, though? We need to get, we, we need right. to get like a, um, a really cool intro song. So I don't know if you and your buddies want to work on that or like, but we, we have to have an intro yeah, song. Yeah, I got that covered. And, and we'll I, work we, on a logo and all that we, business. We, <laughs> we'll do all that stuff. We'll, we'll we'll find the way to make this work. All right. I'll do cool. all the bumper music and it'll be cool, clicky clicky business. Um, you know. And then we'll uh, be it'll, it'll be all Autecker all the time. That's right. Then we'll then we'll be real. Okay. So let's start here. Let's let's start with let's start with our story. Let's start with how how we got into where we're at because that's the foundation for for all of the things. Now, th- what we've just covered is a synopsis. Yes. But there's a lot of detail relative to this that we're just going to start laying out things that that are important for for ourselves to understand. And it's it's not. I'm, we're going to do my very best to make sure it's not revisionist history. Keep in mind it's a couple years old now. But there's a lot of mm-hmm. detail in this that makes a huge difference as to whether or not you and I are, are able to connect and how. That is, it's it's important to me. It's important to me to lay it out there, and. I think if if people hear this and they, they they have questions or comments or concerns, yeah, bring them up. We'll talk about them. That's not something that we're mm-hmm. afraid to do. 
but for for the sake of anonymity, for the sake of our of our children, we're not going to use our children's real names. We're, we're not going to put no. that out there. I no. have a fourteen year old daughter. You've got two children of your own. We we're not going to do that. Um, as far as our our exes go, we're we're not going to use their names as well. It's not it's not that hard to go do an internet sleuthing search. But again, out of respect for our relationships and out of respect for our children and our, our extenuated families, we're we're simply just not going to do that. So don't ask, right? If you're listening right. to this and you want to know, right. well, who's that person? No, 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 no. It's it's just it's not going to happen. Yeah. We we can and will talk about friends. We will put names out there. We will we will do those kinds of things. But as as far as our, our exes and our, our our family goes and our, our children, we're not going to do that. So yeah. With with and it would that, be nice to have some some guests, you know, some friend guests and whatnot come on, you know, in the future episodes and whatnot. We have um, we have a lot of friends who have yeah. maybe not been in this particular situation, but have some experience in this spot. So it would be really nice yeah. to have some guest speakers. As yeah, well. for sure. So, I will start. I'll start with my rundown. Where'd you go? And then I'm here. Okay, there you are. Hi. I'm here. Hello. Okay. All right. Hi. <laughs> Hi. My internet. It's another pitfall of a long stupid. distance relationship is the uh, internet connection sometimes, right? <laughs> just, just stupid. So, rewind back to uh, the summer of 1999. I moved down to San Diego from the Pacific Northwest, and I, I got a systems engineering job and ended up just dropping down to Southern California for a girl. It was a different girl, but it was a girl nonetheless. And but you know, I was in my early twenties, mid twenties, and it was exciting, and I bailed. So that relationship flamed out, and um, ultimately spent uh, two thousand, two thousand one, sowing my royal oats. That was my my let's just fuck everything year. Then um, <laughs> ultimately, well, we all have them. So um, then I, I met my now ex-wife, and, and she and I hit it off really, really well, and immediately just, just kind of connected, did the thing, all good. We went through a, a number of years just getting to know each other and then decided, you know, let's move in. Let's, well, no, that's not really true. I moved in with her after a couple <laughs> of weeks of, of knowing her. <laughs> let's be honest. Tell the truth my ex-girlfriend now, at the okay? time was it's okay. So my ex-girlfriend was, um, well, soon to be my ex-girlfriend, and then my uh my ex-wife came along, and I just moved right in with her. So I, I'm one of those mm-hmm. kinds of people that when I decide that I'm going to connect with somebody, I connect hard. I, I, mm-hmm. I just I connect. I grab a hold. I really, really, really want to be with that person. I, I, I like that person. I make immediate positive judgments about people. Granted, as I've gotten a little bit older, I think cynicism has started to creep in a little bit. So I, I refrain from doing that so much now that I'm a little older. But in those days, and even at the core of my nature... That's what I do. I see people and I glom onto them. I want to be a part of their lives. I, I start taking on you know little bits and pieces of their personalities and I start infusing it into my own. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's what we, we do with all of our relationships. So mm-hmm. I love hard and I love quick. That's just who I am. That's with all of my people. So, so I'm the same way. When my ex... It, well, which is why you and I have connected so easily and so quickly on so many different levels over the course of our relationship. And our, our relationship has just, it, it's run the gamut, right? And I we've, also think that's why we kind of didn't on, sit on it. No, we had to just you know? jump. Had to just yeah. jump. Yeah. So it's it's my nature to just jump into those kinds of things. Now, counterbalancing that nature with responsibilities as a parent was was difficult for me last year. And we'll get into that in, in, in greater detail later. But yeah. 
as my ex and I started to grow together, we you know decided we were going to start a family, and we did so. And, and with that, we have a beautiful daughter. She's 14 years old. She's 14 going on 30, and anybody who's got a, a teenage daughter just, just knows the, the, where we're at right now. This is, this is a good spot to be. It's a great spot to be a dad, but it's really difficult to be a dad that's away from my child. So a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about relative to my relationship to you also transposes to my relationship with my child mm-hmm. because she lives far away from me too. Right. But it's a different kind of relationship, clearly, right? She lives in San Diego. I live in Riverside. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Southern California, that's about an hour and a half drive with no traffic, but there's always traffic. So it takes me about two hours to get down there, two hours to get back. One of the reasons why I wanted to to be in this area was to be within driving distance of, of my child. That was extremely important. So having the ability to do that is great, but clearly it's it's creating sacrifices between you and I. I can't be close to you because I need to be close to her, but I I digress. Mm -hmm. When her mother and I decided to split, it was extremely traumatic for the both of us. It was a, a, literally, it was a two-year process from the moment that we decided that, well, we didn't really decide, it just kind of happened. So, trying to be judicious with this, First and foremost, it's it's important to note that I am almost five years sober from with alcohol. That's that's really important, and that was a big detractor in my marriage, huge detractor. I wasn't ready to grow up. I wasn't ready to 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 put the the youthful ways behind me. So I was you know I was drinking a lot. I was you know I was abusing alcohol the way that you know college kids abuse alcohol and finally kind of grow out of. But it was a huge mm-hmm. stake in the heart of my relationship. And I have to take responsibility for that. Even though there were ancillary things that happened outside of, of that maelstrom, that's that was a big, big issue. And you remember what it was like. I mean, you were you were we were friends at the time where you got to see what that was like. And party, Josh. On you know, yeah. <laughs> on one hand, on one hand, it's it's a lot of fun. On the other hand, you weren't going home with it. Exactly. You know? I had a I had a far different experience. Um, you know, I was sure. I was um uh you know, a lot of the times when we were hanging out, it was a party environment and um I was, you know, uh a, a willing participant, if not a uh, instigator in your um sure. <laughs> activity. There was a little bit of instigation but there. I I remember 4th yeah, of July barbecues. Um, uh, yeah, dude, um, you know, Jaeger bombs at the end of the night that were always a really bad decision, but you know, at the time it was great. Um, but you're right. I didn't live with you. I didn't have to go home with you. Um, and, um, um, yeah, you know, it was a way different experience for me. Not th- this is not necessarily going to become a, a treatise on alcoholism or how to manage it or or you know healing and recovery, but th- that's a big part of my life. That's a huge part of of who I am today and, and why it's important. So that yes, it's going to come up, and and, and I hope mm-hmm. that if it makes somebody feel uncomfortable who's listening to this, there's probably a reason why. If there are questions sure. about it. Uh, feel free to ask. I, I will be completely and totally transparent about it. But suffice to say, that was a big reason why my ex and I broke up. Big, big reason. 
There are other extraneous circumstances in there, as I mentioned, but that's a big reason. And I had to really come to terms with that. I had to understand that I was responsible for a, a lot of that foundation cracking. So when I had the opportunity to, to, to really kind of evaluate what I wanted out of my relationship with you, I recognized from the very, very beginning that that, that was a mistake that I was not willing to make again. Didn't want to go there. So my sobriety is, is my responsibility. Um, clearly, we use things to help keep us there. The, the very foundational reason why I've stayed sober for almost five years is a promise that I made to my child. I promised her it was simply not going to happen again. That's it. And when you feel like you're failing as a parent, as a father, as, as, a, as a responsible provider, you, you make these, these promises to your child, but really you're, you're promising yourself. This is what I'm choosing to do. This is the person that I choose to be. I'm trying to find that, that light in the darkness where everything that I've done up to that point feels like failure. So I'm grabbing onto a column. I'm grabbing onto a golden ring that, that I, I can pull myself out of the mire by saying that's who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. It never feels that way when the moment you make the promise. But I'm very, 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 very proud of myself to be able to look back and say that for the, almost the last five years, I've done that. And it's a really, really good thing. It's made me a better person. So I'm very proud I feel of you that too, because, baby. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's It's important to me. So given the opportunity to, to look at that with a telescope, that far back and, and understand how that, that that affects me and my relationships is extremely important. Very important. So while I won't bring it up necessarily, I will mention it from time to time. It, w- it will be something that I'll have to, to heart back on. Mm-hmm. But when you keep in mind that, that the days of COVID and, and all of the, the business that we've had to deal with for the last year and a half or so has, has exacerbated the situation for us. In a massive way. But I think even through COVID, you and I were able to, to manage our relationship in a way that, that brought us closer together, despite those, those, those challenges. So why do these two things matter? Because when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with, with alcoholism and you're dealing with a pandemic, you think, holy shit, those are already two massive things that you've got to manage in any regular relationship. How the fuck were you able to pull off a long-distance relationship under those circumstances? Yeah, we've done it. And we've done a really, really, really good job of, of, of making it work. Again, it hasn't been without its trials and tribulations, but we've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. So... With that, I, I lost my job in the summer, or excuse me, in, in the, the winter of, what was it, 2019? Was it two years uh, ago? No, 2020. January 2020. 2020. January 2020. Mm-hmm. I was doing some consulting. The right consulting before gig the pandemic hit. Um, and, and right before the pandemic. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my, house had got, my house had gotten broken into. My daughter and I came home mm-hmm. from vacation. Uh, house had gotten broken into. We we walked in from vacation to a homeless guy sleeping in my daughter's bed. That was that's a story in and of itself. That that's a whole other we, episode right there, dude. You're gonna have to tell that story because it that's is a thing. it is yeah insane. It it's pretty insane. I still have that video. It's <laughs> it's on my phone. I don't know if I'm gonna keep that or not. Anyway. <laughs> So that happened um, as I'm dealing with the police, and, and you know, thankfully my ex-wife was super cool during that process. It was it was all great. 
was dealing with the police, doing the things, and I lost my I lost my contract. So here I am, um, you know, living in downtown San Diego. I'm handling a, a, a criminal situation. All of a sudden, my income runs out. And, and keep in mind that while I've you know tried to save money over time, you know, you've got four hundred one k's, you've got things going on. I mean, you know, we, we live in a society where it's difficult to save money. It's difficult to to have that nest egg. Thankfully, yeah. I had enough of a nest egg that I was able to I was able to survive for about six months before I had to end up leaving my house. I couldn't stay there. I couldn't afford the rent anymore. So I made the decision, and good or bad, I made the decision at the time that I was going to put everything in storage, go out to the East Coast, spend some time with you, spend some time with my best friend who lives in Connecticut. His name is Tom, and Tom is a badass, and I love him very much. And if he's listening to this, you are my dude 100% through and through. That's right. That's right. I love Tom too. He's awesome. So I, Tom's the shit. So uh, I, I roll out and I end up staying with Tom and um, and his wife for you know, a few weeks. I, I roll up to Sarah's for a few weeks. I roll down to Tom's for a few weeks. Kind of go back and forth. Spent some ex- extended periods of time with you up in, uh, in in New Hampshire. Some extended periods of time with him. Just kind of going back and forth while I was figuring out what was going on, what what I needed to do, finding work. Where was I going to find work? How was I going to make this mm-hmm. happen? What kinds of things, you know, decision-making processes that I had to make? Because in all of this, going out to the East Coast temporarily, I left my child here. My, my daughter had to be with her mom. So managing that in, 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 at a time when, when a teenage girl needs stability was really difficult. So, so we got the divorce. I lost my job. I had to bail. And here's this this poor child who's having to deal with all of this. She sees her parents splitting up. She sees her dad bail, and she's all of a sudden, you know, starting to develop, you know, issues with abandonment. And I get it. It's difficult as a father to hear that, but I get it. And she's in a really, really, really rough spot. You were amazing through that entire process, being supportive, being understanding, being kind. And yeah, you had expectations too, and I had expectations as well. And some of those expectations didn't come to fruition, but we managed it. And we had some really, really, really difficult, very hard discussions, very intense moments. I mean, it was like six months that you were here. Um, it was it was about six months. Yeah. Oh, a lot of up and down, ups and downs. Yeah, for sure. Lots of yeah. ups and downs. <laughs> I thought we got we, we got a nice taste of what life will be like when we have the ability to be in the same space. And I think that's buoyed me, frankly. As difficult as that was to have to manage, it was it, it's it gives me that, that, that idea in the back of my head about what we can be and what we're what in my mind where we're going to be. So yeah. after being there for about six months, I got um, a, a great job back here in California. Again, it was really important for me to to, to be able to look myself in the in the face as a father to say, I'm doing the very best thing that I can for my child. And later episodes, we will, we will go into the nuances of what it's like to have to make those kinds of decisions. And it's grueling guys. It's difficult to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things at the end, and at the end of the day, we, we've, we have to be confident and comfortable with what we've decided to do. Did we do the right things for ourselves in those moments? Did we do the right things for the people that matter to us most? So right. coming back to California yeah. had to happen. So coming back here, getting the great job that I have, being able to support my child, being able to support my financial obligations, to support myself, and then be the best partner to you 
that I can be. Those are really the only things that I've been focusing on lately. And, and once you go from an extremely unstable to a stable environment, you start to strip away the extraneous bullshittery that doesn't matter anymore. Does my, who cares about the scratches on the car? Who cares about whether or not you know, you're know you able to eat that particular brand of macaroni and cheese? Who, who gives a shit? It's about what, what what's important. Here's what's important. My relationship with my child, my relationship with you, my relationship with myself. That's it. And this is the best way that I can go about that. So mm-hmm. I've done enough talking. That's, that, that is, that's where I find myself today. And I just want you to know I love you very much. You're super rad and super kind and super amazing. Hot as fuck. All of those amazing things that I just, I, I just adore. It's, it's true. It's totally true. So I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else. And I love you very much. Well, that's why we keep doing it, right? That's right. Because I mean, we're worth it, you know? I think so. Yeah. I think. Well, that's the other thing, too, about long-distance relationships. Make sure that you're you're with somebody who's, you know, worth worth all of this. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's it a question you have worth- to ask yourself, you know? <laughs> is, is this relationship and is this person worth all of, you know, all of the... Uh, the trials and tribulations you have to go through with all of this stuff. Well, um, that's that's a really <laughs> interesting point. At, at what point do you decide that that's the person you're going to do this with? Are you asking me, or is that just like a rhetorical question? I think both. Well, for me, it's just, I mean, like, you're my person. Like, it's, you're just, you're, you're my guy like I, I there's nobody else on this planet that I would do this with like you are you're just Aww. I mean you're the easiest human being to get along with and I'm that, glad you I think, think so. that's just kind of I mean <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there who'd be like oh. <laughs> I don't know about that but I'm, I'm, I'm glad me. you think so for me that's the key that you the key. work we work. We do. We do work. So, how about a little more detail on your situation? Um, yeah, man, I have a really hard time talking about this, and I don't know why. I just, I don't like talking about myself, um, and I'm going to have to get over that if we're doing You're going to have to get used podcast. to that. Um, ask me questions. It's easier for me to... You um, want questions? To okay. talk. Yeah, ask me a question. Okay, so you met your ex-husband living here in Southern California, correct? Yeah, he went out there for college, um, okay. and um, we—he was. Uh, <laughs> this is usually how it goes with me. Um, he was in a band, and I went to see his band, mm-hmm. and um, we we connected. And um, I mean, we were together for seventeen, eighteen years. Um, so we met out in San Diego. Um, we were together for um, four or five years before we got married. We got married. Um, that was 07, and we had our daughter in um, September 2010. Um, and financially, it got a little rough. Okay. Let's go back to that fabulous wedding you had. Hmm. So you got you got married when? 
I got married in August of 2007. August of 2007. Where was that wedding? Um, that was in the, the hills of Escondido, California. <laughs> the hills of Escondido. It was a beautiful home. Beautiful day. That's right. Super hot. That's right. You look beautiful oh, yeah. at that wedding, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was there. Thank I, you. I was at, I, mm-hmm. I was at that wedding. Um, what were you did I have doing a role? there, Josh? Did, did I... Did I have a role in that wedding? Yeah, you had. You did. You you had a role. Um, I was the officiant you at the- your wedding. <laughs> so yes, this this gets a little bit salacious. It's and I, I say that because that's the word. Yeah. It's because it's it's not though. It's it's just a. It's a handful of interesting coincidences. We'll put we'll, we'll we'll put it that way. I was I was the officiant at your wedding. I'd been asked to marry the two of you, which I was heartily in favor yes. of. Had a, a phenomenal. Oh, you were the one that suggested it. it. You were. <laughs> did I? You did threw I say, it out hey, there as soon as we got engaged. Oh, you sure did. Yeah, and then we were like, you know oh, what? Oh, word. Yeah. Let's yeah, do that. You had done another friend's wedding. You did Eric and Michaela. That's right. And um. That's right. You know, you're obviously you're you're good in front of a, a crowd, and we're like, dude, you know, he's a well, he he's a friend, he's well spoken, he'll he'll do it right, and he did, he did it right. It's it's just a lot of fun. I wouldn't have chosen anybody else. That, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, it, it's a lot of fun to just throw out to people that like, oh yeah, my girlfriend, I, I was the officiant at her wedding. That's just that's yeah. a lot of. Fun They're always like, what? To just the be able to drop on people. <laughs> what? are you talking about it's just it's just i know fun. so anyway you guys got married you did the thing continue um we had our daughter in uh september of 2010 and then um uh, over, over the next two or three years it was just it got a little financially rough for us to 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 um you know live in california it's tough to live in california. it's hard to live here it's, it's an expensive it's state um uh, so we made the decision to um, uh, essentially take over the family business here in New England, my husband's, my ex-husband's family business. Um, so we moved out here. My daughter was, um, she had just turned three. Um, that was October 2013. Um, we moved out here. It was, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. The hardest thing. Uh, moving away. You were from born and friends, raised in Southern California, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just you know getting uprooted like that. I was on one hand, I was excited. You know, it was adventure time. It was um, I've I I had never lived out of California, so I wanted to experience another part of the country. Um, so I was pretty excited about it. Um, but it was just, I'd say, within that three to six month period i just i i we we all dropped into a heavy depression and we're trying to keep it together Mm -hmm. for our our daughter and it was rough um that that first year was was um um very hard for us uh things started to get better um we were saving money um i got pregnant again i got pregnant in uh early 2016 um we had our son in December of 2016, um, and then, um, you know, just things just kind of went downhill from there. After my son was born, it was just um, um, 
I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't. I don't want to go into too much detail right now. Um, but it's you know, when, this is tough. Um, we just started disliking each other. That's all. I, that's mm. all. I, the only way I can put it. You know, we just were not happy in our relationship. Um, and I'll. I'll readily admit that it was my decision to pull the plug on the relationship. Um, I think that was tough on my ex-husband at first, but it didn't take him very long to realize that it was the best, the best decision for us. Um, I think, Mm -hmm. I think once the kind of shock of it all, um, had blown over, he was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Um, cause at the end of the day, I just, I want us to be happy for our kids and we weren't happy together. Um, for various reasons. Um, so we, I mean, he and I weren't split when you and I reconnected. We were, we were kind of at the, the tail end of our relationship trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And I think that's where, um, you know, this was never going to be an easy path. This was never going to be a, um, a clean cut relationship to get into. Um, and everybody has their own opinions about how everything went, but we tried to do it the most honest and best way possible. Um, I I think it's important to, to realize that. And again, trying, trying to be, trying to be truthful about the situation and not gloss over with revisionist history, right? Um, you recognize that your relationship was going downhill. Now, us connecting with each other, us being able to reconnect with each other, was that was that helpful? Was that a hindrance? How did, well, how did oh, us yeah, reconnecting no, with each other uh, well, affect look. you? <laughs> you were the catalyst to to kind of make me realize that it was time to get out of that relationship. Hmm. If I'm being honest, sure, I don't no, know how if, if I, you know, if I hadn't, if I, you know, if you and I hadn't reconnected and, and met that one night, um, I don't know where I would be. I, I don't know. Sure. I, I think it was inevitable for my relationship to end with my ex-husband. Um, but it's very, very possible that I still would have, you know, been in that relationship and and still trying to find the right way to get out of it um sure you gave me hope you gave you you kind of let me see that um i deserved to be loved the way um i feel like i i needed it and 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 wanted it and i wasn't getting it in my marriage um and that just, I mean, it was like a light bulb going off. Right. That's the only way I can put it. Um, but, uh, yeah, and look, <laughs> I love California. I would go back there in a heartbeat if I could. But um, I'm here for the time being, for my kids. Mm-hmm. 
If I could up and move, I would 100%. But I can't. And, and your children, and, your children and, are, are still very young. There's, there's no possible way. Yeah. That you could come back to Southern California in in a short period of time. It's just it's just not happening. Right. So that that puts us in a position of okay, knowing that we've got young children. My child is far older than yours are. So it's it's really a matter of being in this relationship until my child gets old enough where she can start her own life, and then I feel like I can do the things that I want to do. And still support my child mm-hmm. as she goes off to live hers. So there are clearly, again, lots of nuances in that that we will cover later. So that said, the, the ultimate goal for us then is to cohabitate. We, we want to be together. We will get married. We will do the things that normal couples do. We're just in this spot for this period of time. And we're, we're bound and determined right. to make the best of it. Until I'm able to yeah. go out to the East Coast. And to, to settle with you and to start building our life together, this is what we have. This is this is where we are. And again, a, a lot of these things sound a little bit nebulous to people who don't know us or aren't quite privy to the, the, the realities of the situation. So it sounds it, it sounds bizarre, it sounds a little bit kooky, but let's let's be honest, it is a little bit kooky. It, it is. It's it's just different. It's oh, and I'm sure there's going to be people things. who, you know, are asking, like, I need more detail about this and that, and, you know. You'll, and, you'll get you know, it. We'll, we'll either say, yeah, yeah. Within reason. We, again, we, within reason, we're, we're certainly not going to, um, we're not going to do autopsies on ourselves. But at the same time, it's important for us to recognize that, that the background of what got us in this position has everything to do with, with, our commitment to making it the very best situation that's possible. It is simply not a matter for us to just pick up and bail. We can't. And we won't. It's can't not a matter it. of can't. can't we do it. won't we yeah. won't do it. We have made active choices right. to be the best parents parents we can under these circumstances. So with that, yeah. that's that's our story in a nutshell. Yes, we will expound on it. Yes, we will we will talk more about it. But this is not necessarily about our story. This is about how we do what we do and how we how we create a connection despite being 3,000 miles away from each other. So yeah. some of the things that I think that we're going to discuss in future episodes is, is how we communicate. Keep in mind that communication is good communication skills transcend distance it, it, it happens whether or not somebody's sitting on the couch next to you or whether they're they're on a, on a camera doing a podcast with you good communication matters how we communicate is extremely important how how vulnerable we choose to be how honest we choose to be how how accepting we choose to be how understanding we choose to be has everything to do with whether or not we're good communicators as a whole We've actively chosen to become mm-hmm. better communicators. We have to be. We, we have no opportunity but to be, or no option but to be, good communicators. If we can't communicate effectively, this relationship yeah. dies. We have to do it. So there may oh, be some of you listening yeah. to this who... Right. It, it's it's like well you know how do I how do I communicate better with my my girlfriend who's going to the University of Texas and I live in in Oregon. Well, okay. We'll, we'll give you some pointers about how to communicate effectively long distance, but the very best thing that you can do is to be honest with yourself and be honest with your partner. Say what's on your mind. Be authentic. Never, ever, ever trade authenticity for acceptance. Ever. Because if you do, you're you're 
you're not allowing yourself growth opportunities. You're not allowing yourself to be the mm. version of yourself that you want to be loved. That's important. So we want to we want to provide hope. We want to provide comfort. We want to to make sure that we're allowing our expertise to help others. Definitely. So we we will dive into how to communicate effectively. We'll dive into how often we visit each other, what we're able to do during those visits, how we manage that with our children, how we look at combining these different spheres of our lives, our children and our significant others. And it's very different on your side than it is for mine. And we'll, t- we'll dive into that. How we manage our relationships with our exes, right? It's very different on your side than it is on mine. There are, there are reasons mm-hmm. for that. And we will <laughs> dive into those reasons. So I'm hopeful that this is, this is helpful for other people, but really I just want to connect with you on, on different ways. And just and to keep our relationship fresh, we've been at this for a long time, yeah. and we're going to stay at this for a long time. And I think this is a great way to do it. So, I'm I'm feel I'm I'm excited about this. I, I think this I could be a lot of fun. Absolutely agree with you. I am excited too. I th- okay. yeah. I'm I'm glad we're finally doing this. <laughs> Me too. Is there is there anything else that you think you might want to drop into episode one? Is there anything that we missed in in our huge blanket coverage? No, baby. I think we covered it all. I think. I think. Um, I think this is a good f- first episode, a good start. You know, a good introduction. Okay. All right. For sure. Well, all right. Then, then we will we will end it here. I'm sure we will find some other some you know catchy catchphrase to use later. We'll find something that's that's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have to like be like we have to. I don't know. Figure something out. Uh, Be yeah. sure to Who the fuck like you know? and subscribe and click like that and subscribe. Buy that mattress. Um, oh, can we this, can we get a um? Can we have names for our fans? You know how some like podcasters and like YouTubers have like, uh, you know, stupid dumb nicknames for their fans. You mean the the <laughs> three people who are going to listen to this? Yes, we should we should absolutely do hey. that. All right. Well, we can just start calling them by their first name at that point. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Joe, Bob, and Rick. <laughs> Thanks more for like, tuning in. De- more like Denise, Jennifer, and Rachel. That's that's who's going to listen to this. Oh, yeah. You're probably right. This, yeah. is, this is probably way more for chicks than the dudes. Here's what's going to happen. The chicks are going to be like, baby, you need to listen to this. There's some really good ideas there. And the dude's going to go, right. And it's it's going to be a thing, but we're gonna we'll win them over. We'll figure it out. That's what's going to happen. Absolutely. All right, baby. That's the end of our first episode. You good? I'm good. All right. I love you. Peace. I Will love you. Call you me too. up later and show me your boobies. Oh well, it's me we're talking about. So yes. That's true. <laughs> All right. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>